Yo, 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 you tuning into the notion. This your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co host in the building. You go first. Jelani Evans, <laughs> farmer Poe. So it's gonna be one of these days, Poe. It's it, it, it's just Harold. He went to farm <laughs> shit in months. All right. It's just this man right here. It's, just, it's gonna be one yeah. of these. I see you in a good mood. I see you had your cereal, man. I see you had your cereal, man. Oh yeah, he feeling it. His shoes ain't even like I mean tied up. You yeah. Know? What you, what, hey, what, hey, what you got on today, man? What what kicks are those, man? Used to uh, NBA dunks. He yeah, don't, he don't pools. know. Seventy fifth anniversary. One of them. Yeah. Yeah, 75th anniversary Jelani can you explain What he has on please sir He has on the NBA 75th anniversary Nike dunks Okay Wait 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 The low tops No, nah, I was just checking the tongue To make sure that they were dunks And not SBs Oh yeah for sure The SBs is a different They're gonna have a thicker tongue I, I, I know that Yeah I know <laughs> I, I wasn't saying you didn't But oh, yeah, I was I just that. making oh, sure yeah, You know yeah, what I'm saying Yeah, yeah. Because And I think the SBs actually Are all red here at this black part they, I don't think they, they can they, hear no, they, you they, they completely candy different. Mm -hmm. But yeah Okay yeah Alright so I saw you uh, You exploring your options <laughs> I dig it That's what's up Something like it Yeah cause you know He stepped away for a minute And he was just rocking The new balances And you know I'm saying stuff like that yeah, I, yeah. I ain't really seen Poe in, in some Any any really Any Any uh, I don't bring like, them out like, all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh okay. So yeah, I don't try to, you know. Oh, you yeah. got the car cover on them. Yeah, I don't be bringing them out all the time. Okay, you know, okay. You fucking them up and shit. Oh, yeah. I, I, I my regular degglers. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Right. Okay, respect. All right. I just wear whatever I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I try to, but right. weather conditions and other conditions. Yeah, see, you know, that's like, the only thing that'll be prevented. That plays a part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it was raining, I wouldn't wear these today. So. Yeah, I feel And it depends on if I'm going to be doing a lot of outside walking. Oh yeah. I mean, besides checking the mail and walking to my to and from my car, like that's the extent of outside walking. Like Yeah, you know, I do a little door dash, so every time I, oh, get I got the you. car, you know, there's a lot of leaves on the ground and yeah, shit. In and out, not yeah. Yeah, I want the leaves fucking. I wouldn't be yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be in leaves, my nice shoes. Mud. Yeah. Stuff not unless you trying to stuff that's not durable yeah. for shoes. Right. Pull something on the job. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nigga door walking dash. around with plastic bags <laughs> on his feet. Ah shit. Yeah, here to deliver your meat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so what's up with some news, man? I mean, I got some news, but I'd rather y'all go first. Any news in, in y'all industries? The, that's nope. big, huge. Nope. Moving on. Ain't nothing going on in the sneaker world. It's the same old dry ass shit. Excuse my language, <laughs> but <laughs> it's the same foolery, man. Ain't nothing changed too ain't much. No, no releases. Nah, I mean, there's, there's releases, but the thing about it is dates keep changing. Because uh, of shipping yeah. issues and whatnot, so it's like you know they're like, "This is look at this. This might be coming out soon." Yo, maybe, I, maybe. I seen a, a article about like people that was waiting on their Halloween shit just now got it. Oh no, hell no. See, no. <laughs> no. I was like, yo, no. we not. Doing yeah, so, what is it? Something supposed to be dropping before the end of the year? Anything? Yeah. Besides the cool grays, obviously, but. He's he's focused on the cool grays, like no, I ain't focused like. Cool no, I'm just saying, like you talking about those, like the pan leather bread's not finna drop. See, I don't know. Yeah, those I don't pay the, attention those, to Jordans. Those is the is. ones. Yeah, we've been waiting on those no for a minute. The bread, what? Which ones? Bread force. One, the ones. ones. Yeah, they're pat the patent leather uh, red ones. I I actually want those. I don't have any faith in getting those, so I'm probably not gonna try to get those. But man, they are amazing. So, yeah, I, I but they be, they they they've kept pushing the date back to the point where I don't even know what the release date is anymore. I kind of gave up, you know, all hope and and shit like that. 
But Poe, what's up with the uh, anything? <clears throat> Not a Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, man. All right, man. We're going to get up out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I got, I got some 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 interesting hip-hop news. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Kango Kid. You know, he passed away yeah, 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 um, a few days ago. Saw that. And, uh, you know, he was, he was a legend um, in the 80s, mainly. Uh, did some stuff with the real Roxanne and, and things like that. Came from the UTFO um, group and stuff like that. So, you know, RIP to uh, Kango Kid. And then I just got some news that uh, Draco the Ruler got stabbed. Yep, uh, a couple hours at ago. The damn, at the damn uh, Once Upon a Time in L.A. festival? Yep. And backstage? The like, end. seriously? The end. I'm just... Seriously? I'm backstage? Just some things. I guess there is some, some beef. I don't know. Yeah, well, why, I did. Why I G? did. Why I G? did. I did see that there was some beef. Um, that's crazy though, because it's like you ain't safe nowhere. Like you can't even go out and perform. Like backstage, it wasn't a fan. You see what I'm saying? It, it was, was some, it some was, straight street shit was backstage, some, right? Some other people's entourage and stuff like that. And it's crazy because it's like you know a lot of people be talking about how people be capping and they're fake with it, right? Mm-hmm. And then like if you're really living that life. These are the type of circumstances that you have you can encounter. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's not cool. Nah, it's not. Man. It's it's it's, it's you not. know, it's 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 disappointing. You know, yeah. it's it's discouraging, it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah dog, it's uh um, what can you do to change that though? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I well, there I wanna add to what you said because you said um you said uh it's not safe and or, or nobody's really safe. And I a hundred percent agree. And I think nobody is safe when you're in a certain lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain, there's a certain type of worry between a Jaden Smith performing some rapper hip hop and maybe a YG, you know, or, or, or a young Snoop that came from a certain type of background where it's like, yeah, you're, you're not really safe depending on who's there, who's feeling some type of way. You know who misinterpreted something that was said in a record or something like that. Here's but, what I mean. I let's ask, keep it solid. Was there because they, you know, they're saying um, YG and his crew and some other people; those names are being passed around. Um, did they have public beef? Not I that I know. Not that I know of. Um, and when I say not that I know of, it's because I haven't really dived deep into reading about it. I mean, Paul, you you know some like the only thing that I was trying to like figure out is um I know Draco had a lot of issues with like the Inglewood families like of course obviously I don't know shit about none of that shit going on mm-hmm. um or none of their politics or nothing but the only correlation that I instantly thought about was <clears throat> I don't know if uh Slim 400 and them if Slim was Inglewood or what he was Oh, uh, yeah, and he recently, it might have been some connection to that, but killed, I know Draco yeah. been doing a lot of like um, back and forth with the Inglewood families for mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been that, it could have been some other shit, but I definitely did hear. I honestly thought of him as being like a a dude who brought a lot of energy on himself. So like like you y'all made the comment like you can't really perform or be safe not really anywhere, safe anywhere, yeah. not safe anywhere. But then I look at it like that's true. If you like 
in the sense Create from the perspective of, of like environment a, for yourself. It's like mm-hmm. a perspective of a bystander. It's like, yeah, you may not be safe anywhere. Anything could pop off anywhere. You may get into it with someone and it was not your fault. The person might be on some other shit. Yeah. But a lot of these dudes is bringing that energy on themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, they always talking this. It can go down anywhere. It's on site. Like, they, they quote unquote, live in the street, been living life, street life, right? So they should obviously kind of know or expect that their issues are going to transfer over into the industry if they still on that type of shit and whoever they against it with is on that shit. So like these concert issues, it's like y'all rump, y'all bump into each other. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what, that's why I asked. That energy, like, that's why I asked though, because it's like this. I asked if anybody knew about any public beef because if they had public beef and you book both these people at the same venue, you're asking for it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, because this is another thing. If you do live that street life, you also move a certain type of way. Yeah. Do you understand true. what I'm saying? You 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 move a certain type of way. You don't be caught up in certain places. You know what I'm saying? You don't hit certain spots. You stay away from certain streets. You see what I'm saying? Like if you if if they book you at a venue where it's like, yo, that's too close to their territory. You know what I'm saying? Like you move a certain way, right? That's real. So then it's like, if the beef was public, or somebody knew, and then you have both of them booked at the same event because it's. LA and they both from LA then it's like you're asking for it it should be one or the other right yeah but I don't think these venues or the um, labels or any of that that's to them gonna be part of the reason why they're signing a lot of these artists is because of the, the issues that they have with each other this is the beef well, so like I, they don't I, really I necessarily that, care even though it's a liability well that, I think I think the point is it's not it's up just to like, the businesses to care but I'm saying like if you're gonna book them at a venue and you run the venue then you're jeopardizing your own venue because you're inviting two different parties that bump heads that's where you should care that's what yeah, I'm saying sure. I don't care sure. about them being booked or being signed because they have issues like yeah right. that, that brings that's interesting that's yeah. interesting uh, that's interesting segue too but I, I get it because like we'll probably never in history see Lavish D and fucking Mozzie on the same ticket you know what I'm saying or the same bill at Should a venue in Sacramento well in Sacramento yeah, you feel what I'm saying but 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 I mean it would but it, anybody who listens to either or is gonna know like that's like when you listen to the disc records it ain't just disc records like they naming like some real shit that happened to real motherfuckers on both sides that ain't here no more you know what I'm saying so I mean if you're just financially smart you're not gonna book them two together for any damn thing so the thing is is and and that's that's public to the point where like they've both did Vlad interviews you know what I'm saying so my thing is that's why I said I don't know if the beef was public you know with Draco and you know whoever else he might have been beefing with that could have been at that venue now the things that I read on I didn't read anything about anybody else at that venue that could have been an issue but then again I haven't you know this all just popped off like recently I mean but what about where does the responsibility and accountability fall back on the on the individual themselves right oh it's always checking a row and checking a row sheet on who gonna be there but look it'll be like this Right, right. I mean, not even when that. When you go to a party, don't you? Be, who all gonna be there? Hell yeah. Yeah, but but <laughs> if I'm going to a venue, in LA. Yeah. Who all performing? But beyond that, I know these niggas is doing that, right? Mm-hmm. They they're they're probably moving in a certain way, like. But one thing niggas is hiring or allowing their friends to be their quote unquote security. 
because niggas is too cool or too tough to hire security. So well, now nah, you're not no, think bro, about think about this. Think about this. Think about this. These niggas got the entourages. The entourages is who popped this shit off. They fighting, right? That's true. So you are there's just two folds to that. You allowing your friends or whoever, your partners or whatever, to be your your muscle. Uh-huh. That's not only putting them in a situation to where they could lose their life or jeopardize their freedom. Yeah. But then it's like you think you too tough to have security, but you're not protecting the bag and you're not really moving correctly. It's like that's not too tough to have security. Well, I don't the I don't think the baddest motherfuckers in this world on this planet got security. Well, I don't think it's just a security thing. You got to remember, we also talking about hip hop. And the thing is, is one of the, what's the one of the main things that almost in every hip hop album you going to hear, they don't fuck with the police. And that's and that yeah, comes and that comes and that comes with the territory. No, I'm I'm agreeing Death with you. Row has some good motherfucking security though, didn't they? Come on, bro. Death Row is a worse example. But no, we talk. <laughs> but if we're talking about even though they're the they're the worst example, they're also a perfect example to speak about. Bro, they the had fact that they, they had, had pyro niggas as was cops, bro. So it's like no, I but mean, this is what really I'm. That's police? what. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, what you call it? Uh, Reggie Wright and his pops ain't no gang members though. Reggie Wright and his mm-hmm. father, Reggie Wright Jr. Them niggas was police, but they were secure. Yeah, and most of the security what I'm saying, that you're gonna hire is gonna be. But when you we talking about, but when you talking about gangster rap, bro, they're not gonna do that just off of just off of the imagery. Well, it's a contradiction. Yeah, well, no, it's not really, because this is how I look at it. I look at it like if you're gonna walk that line, motherfucker, you gotta walk that line. Like for example, when you look at us three, right, we're hosts of a podcast, and neither one of us no fucking gangsters, and we're not trying to advertise that shit. Right, exactly. But if we were to advertise that shit, motherfucker, you got to walk that line. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, is when you say, so when you say the whole security thing, I get it, like logically, and and you know, as but a smart, as a smart person, got security that's in the streets and that's gangsters, like the niggas that niggas hold up and talk about. You want to talk about, even though niggas might have ratted or been snitches or whatever, a yeah. lot of them niggas had security. Not just the nigga like, oh, you're my partner, I know you would bust your gun if some shit pop off. It's like, nah, I got a nigga who's known for being a good security man as far as, he might be a street nigga. Uh-huh. The nigga is ace. He knows how to watch and observe and be able to detect certain shit, keep us out of situations. But a lot of niggas is just like, hey, y'all, this my nigga. He busts his gun. He my shooter. He my security. Like, that's You're killing me right now, bro. <laughs> Dude, brother, anything. You said nigga like 15 times mm-hmm. in that sentence, in that little, like, just brother, do anything. Just, just not nigga, please. <laughs> You're killing me right now, bro. What? Because you keep saying nigga. Like, switch it up. Brother, do guy. Any I mean, that. we talk freely, so I, I mean, know, but it's just our... <sighs> the thing is, bro, is I that mean, when it comes when it when it comes to the security aspect of shit, like I agree with that. And when you say the baddest person, when you say the baddest person could have security, I agree with that too. Mike Tyson was the baddest person on the the baddest man on the planet, right? right. And he had all the security. And, and Tyson was a street dude I was too. About to say that might not be a good one because I feel like Tyson's security protected. People from Tyson, <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, mean yeah, I mean, but yes, yeah. he did have security. He, did, he has, he has security. So I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, is when it's not, I don't think it's just a tough guy thing. Well, with these gang, with these, with these gangsters and these street cats, I think it's one of those things where when you said it's a contradiction, right? 
I agree so with you that. You don't think it's a, a tough guy thing? Nah, I don't. I think that's I think that's a I think that's a a, a gang culture thing, bro. Like in gang culture, if you saying you don't yeah, walk, you don't rock with the police, you don't do this like they don't call the police when shit happen. Yeah, but you I ain't talking about calling the police as far as that. I mean, a t- you don't have to portray the tough guy image uh-huh. to be like that's that's part of a, a different subset of the street culture. Yeah, like it's a lot of dudes. That was that good. Appreciate you. Okay, all right. Just making sure. It's <laughs> a lot of dudes. It's a lot of brothers that's out here that are not necessarily portraying a tough guy image. It's uh-huh. a, it's like a young man's uh, mentality. Yeah. I Dude, think we're saying he was 28 years old. I think we say I think we're saying mentality. the same thing. The only thing that I'm disagreeing with is the fact that I understand why secure for some people, for some street niggas if I will. I think it's even more deeply rooted than that though, honestly. Cuz if you look at neighborhoods where we come from, you don't even have to be from the streets. Yeah, you don't. You just got to be from but, that neighborhood. But, we not calling the cops. We don't deal with the cops. You right. know, like that's and like, now and people correlate. It don't make sense, right? Yeah. Somebody running your house in the hood, you would think call the cops, right? But we 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 don't always call the cops. That's why I said it's a culture thing, bro. Like oh, anytime I look at anytime I look at something that just doesn't seem right, logical, I'm gonna start analyzing the culture. Like why is it like that in that culture? Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that's a culture. There's hip hop culture, there's gang culture, there's black culture, there's white culture. And so when I'm looking at somebody that comes from a gang culture and they don't trust the police and security kind of emulates the police. I mean they even got amber sirens on the top of their little Jeeps and shit like that and badges and everything else. It's but just that's a replication. Why they turn around and they'll hire they homies yeah. to be they security. Right. And that and that is I not, know you. You're not a cop. I know you. You got muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So you be my security. Right. So they they feel more secure with somebody they know from the hood being their security instead of dealing with the cops, because in a sense that's 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 contradicted, that's taboo to what they're supposed I, to I be definitely as a that. gangster, right? Yeah. I and so and so what so what I'm trying to tie what I'm trying to tie up with that, bro, is that to us, what you're saying, it's like, yeah, that doesn't logically make sense why you wouldn't have security. So what I'm explaining is from their viewpoint, that's what I'm breaking down. That's how they see it. We see it differently because no, it's like, I understand nah, how bro. they see it. Yeah. I'm just saying, when do niggas take accountability for their act for themselves? So if you. They don't. Say, yeah, they don't. Like, yeah, they, they don't. don't. Yeah. That don't, they don't. Those dudes don't. Those, like, they don't. Yeah, they don't. And I mean, that's, you're not going to get any, you're not even going to get any pushback on that, my guy. Because they, I'll, when do you stop thinking? Start, I would say. All right, when do you start thinking mm-hmm. that you not, that you could die? Like, when do you start living like you could die? Because it's almost like I hear, we, we see Draco the Ruler, what happened with him, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a perfect example. And Vaughn is a perfect example. And Duck is a perfect example of individuals that I looked at all three of these dudes. And mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but I looked at all three of these dudes and I could see that they was going to die. Because the energy that they bring in is like, they understand and they see what's going on mm-hmm. in the culture. Mm-hmm. But yet, niggas is looking at each situation and like, man, that shit ain't going to happen to me. 
I move like this. I move like this. So my thing is like, when do you see your partners dying? When do you see other individuals dying in certain situations, in any type of situation? When do you start saying, man, my nigga, I could die too? But you just said it. That couldn't happen to me. They feel they're invincible. They feel they can't be well, touched. That's why I, they operate, that's how they the, operate and that's do the, the things that they do. That's, that's the, the movement. Problem. That's the movement of the I mean, I like the I like you posing the question because it, it opens the floodgates. That's the young man's game. Yeah, you but Draco's twenty eight. Like when it's, do we it's still a he's still a young man? Still a young man. It's still a young man, bro. Twenty eight, like it's like You know what I'm saying? How old do we gotta be? Like some uh, th- these dudes is all young. Vaughn was definitely younger. Um, Duck was way younger. But I don't know, man. It's just it's it's sad to see that shit. But it's almost like every it's, week. I, every week it's, I, it's, I feel the. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. I feel the frustration and the passion you feel behind it, and I respect that, bro. Like I do. Um, and I think the thing is, man, is that a lot of these artists that are coming up. And then and then being taken really young, you got to understand are also children of the music that we respected, too. You know what I'm saying? The only difference is, is that we didn't take a we didn't take too much of it to heart. I mean, it's still stuff we can listen to back in the day. And we was like, oh, that was the shit back in 03 or 02 or 05 or whatever the case is. But they're also the children when you when you breaking down people that's from 20 to 28. You know what I'm saying? And and the type of music. That they're putting out These are the children Of the Rick Rosses You know what I'm saying The Young Jeezys And I'm not even Putting the blame on them I'm just saying The type of music That was coming You know that's That's coming out I mean right. even somebody Like Soldier Boy Is calling himself Big Draco <laughs> Bro you came up on, on dance music But what's trendy What's hot You know right. to be To be the new Era gangster Right And so That's where it's coming from And then you have A few people That actually get An opportunity to grow up You know what I'm saying So when you say When does a person Actually start looking at it Well take Snoop Dogg For example Snoop Dogg watched Death Row fall apart He watched Mm -hmm. Tupac pass away He watched Biggie pass away He watched Suge go down You know what I'm saying He watched all kinds Of shit happening And so he started Maneuvering different So he's the one The few Anomalies you see That actually survived Being around Something like that And you know how crazy The 90s was And now you look at them But there's not a lot of artists That get to walk away from that And that's the thing He went through a whole lot That he was able to walk away from He's seen a whole lot crumble That he was actually You know what I'm saying Like Some of these artists Go through stuff And like you said They don't get to walk away from it They go through it And it breaks them They snap Or Mm -hmm. they get involved in something That was too overwhelming Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying Wrong place Wrong time Mm Mm-hmm that's it Yeah So I mean And I, if they survive Those experiences I feel like maybe Then they would Grow up Like for instance If you know Draco rest in peace If he had Survived that attacking He He, he would probably Be I mean, different Even you, Dolph you know, you know Dolph just went down Right And you want to know Something eerie about that That even shocked me And I didn't listen to A whole lot of young Dolph But I was just like Damn You know like I think my nephews Listen to him Mostly right But then I seen a, um, a Drink Champs interview Where Noriega was like Hey man You know It's a lot of people That's been going down And you know He brought up the people That passed And he was like You know Just you know Be careful and stuff like that And he literally said Something that you Like close to what you said he was like well, I don't know nothing about that you know what I mean it, it, it was a lot of confidence you know what I'm saying and then you know 
You know, something happened to him, which is unfortunate. So it's really that it, it's a young man's game when it comes to that street shit. But it, it could also be a young man's mentality where you can be 28 and you pushing 30 and you should be, you know, kind of growing. But you're not because you still got that young man's game mentality in your head to where this shit happens. Like, I mean, some of these dudes, that's crazy that you brought it up. And this is just for me playing the devil's advocate with it because I can okay. understand the other side. Like, yeah. I get the, that mentality. Not as from a personal experience necessarily, but I I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of dudes be having these close calls, and then they keep rolling the dice as if like they invincible. <laughs> like Dolph had that situation where they everybody don't learn from their experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, some and that's like and, that's, and then this is like, what happens. Like some learn from it and grow up. Some go through the experience. Like told you, I can't be touched. Yeah. I mean that happened to Pac, bro. Get more rec- give more fans, put out another record, do more numbers, yeah. live off the hype. Don't forget what Pac said when he got shot. Got shot five times, took it and smiled. You know what I'm saying? Remember and, 50 Cent came out here talking about all his shots. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's, it's a it's a it's, it's a, a badge right. of honor. It's a badge of honor. And then and then if and then you gotta listen to the records where they're like, okay, you know, you know, I get pop right now and die a legend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's still glorified. I mean, I think there's people that's trying to get away from that and trying to destroy that whole culture, mm-hmm. which, you know, may not be a bad thing. It may help people live longer. You know, you got the J. Coles, you got the Kendricks, and um, you got a, uh, 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 I don't even know why I'm drawing a blank. I was just talking to you earlier this week about him. Joiner. Uh, well, yeah, you do have Joiner. Um, but you have, um, um, come Freddy? on, bro. Freddie? No. No. Freddie. Some, something's <laughs> happened to him. <laughs> But you got different artists like that that are bringing more to the that are bringing different things to the table to talk about and think about and promote. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe throughout time, you know, some artists may you know catch on to that and they may appreciate it. But as far as that goes, I mean, that's all. Gangster rap is always going to be gangster rap. It's never changed. You know, only the artists in and, gangster and I rap. You think of Toby, huh? Nah, bro. Oh, nah. Uh, his ego too. I don't even want to open my phone and look, but I'm finna do it because. I'm finna. I, I'm, I'm gonna get mad at myself. Like, how could I forget? Because I've really been playing. I've been knocking the music all. Yeah, Mick Jenkins, bro. But see, even that's that's my thing. That's 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 the other part of it is. That's what I was getting. I was trying to remember Mick Jenkins. <laughs> the the state, like, I guess my thoughts is is kind of a little, not all organized, but things like you got Jim Jones posting about. Uh, Draco uh-huh. And to me I'm like Nigga but y'all just Popped off last week And the nigga's saying Rap is like The most dangerous Job It is Yeah But it ain't It's only <laughs> dangerous For the niggas That's bringing danger To like I'm sure It can be dangerous For anyone at any time wow. Being famous But it's It's it was like, flash. No. It's, like it's like We ain't hearing about A lot of individual A lot of things Happening to certain individuals It's, it's happening to the people That bring in the energy Around them Like you started off hey, At man. the beginning hey, Like you started I, I, at the exactly. beginning hey, exactly. let me, let me People tell you bringing something. that type of energy Like think about Just it bringing that Before energy. you start You mentioned a Pac right He started rapping about death Yep. Right? Yeah. Then pass away. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, he's seen it coming. Nah, he just rapped about it and brought it on himself. They say the tongue has power, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You speak it, you think it. You put that energy out into the universe, mm-hmm. right? 
So if you continue to speak on that and draw focus and energy to it, yeah. at some point it's gonna come back to you. Yeah, you're gonna bump into. No, that's real. That's real. You, you I mean, it's the it's the whole energy test. I I've never tried it, but I've seen videos on it where you have two jars and you say negative things to one and positive things to the other. Right. And after like thirty or sixty days, the the negative one actually starts to rot, and the mm-hmm. positive one stays the way it's the same. What I don't know what they put in there, but that's was like. When I seen it, I was like, damn, like that that negative energy shit is real. So it really is about what you speak on. I just want to say real quick before we keep going, yo, I'm really appreciating Jalapeno Poe today, man. You really like pressing the hard line, bro. You really like debating. Yeah, Jalapeno Poe need to show up a little bit more I just often, had to bro. bring that part. You know, no, 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 no. I like, I like, no, I like. No excuses. Yeah. From now on, that's how you pie. <laughs> when you pull up, that's how you pie. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in my car like, all right now, you get in there, you better fucking show them how to pop. How about the car and see him like, yeah, game time. Yeah. Did any of you guys check out the Rick Ross album? No, not yet. No. no. I like What'd it. What you think? I like it. Okay. I heard I like, like one or two songs on it, like, because I downloaded it. Uh-huh. And so like, once what I was listening to stopped, you know how like, yo, your player will go on the shelf and just start playing stuff. Mm-hmm. I heard like one or two songs. Um, one of them kind of stuck with me. I can't remember what it was. But I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna have to listen to that." And I heard another one. I was like, "Oh, not so fast." Yeah, it's like. Would you listen to it like in your speak out of car? Ah, uh, just the just the the, the headphones. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I found a couple songs that made it to some mixes. I already got. That's usually what I do when I listen to an album, whatever I like. I throw it on a certain mix. Um, not a bad album. Not a bad album. I mean, I have I like some songs more than others, but really, if I'm just taking a trip, I could listen to it from top to bottom because it's not a long a- album, okay. and I'm noticing a lot of artists are doing that. And I actually like that. I actually like the shorter albums, bro. Because it's like, fuck, man, I've listened to certain albums, and I'm like, damn, man, how many more? Yeah, fuck, yeah. five more songs? Yeah, you're It's right. been an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So it's not a bad album. Yeah. It's not a CD. It's a movie. I heard, <laughs> I heard it was a good album. So the one thing that I did hear was that the mixing wasn't as really great as it could have been. Hmm. You know, that's funny. Um, there's an album that I was listening to from somebody, and I didn't like the. I, I feel like they voice sounded weird on it. It wasn't oh, the Rick Ross album, okay. but uh, it was Ellie Dollazon. Less okay. Yeah, he dropped a new album and like. I, the beats sound good and you know he but his voice sounds off it sounds like higher pitch it kind of threw me you know yeah, what I'm that, you know what I have been noticing a lot of song uh, a lot of music where it has like this higher kind of frequency going on and stuff like that and I'm like what's I don't know if that's like a new thing that people are trying to like adopt or or put out but yeah it can get old after a while I know what you're talking about with that I haven't listened to that that last yet but well, I need to listen to that yeah, Bodie. that new Bodie drop. Bodie uh, and Alchemist? Yeah, he going in. Okay, I need he to check that in. out. Have you heard the uh, new Wiz yet? Yes, I liked it. Okay, I, I, like I, it. I feel like I actually spoke haven't, on it, but... I, we did, but I haven't liked a Wiz project in a long no, time. No, 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 no. This is, this is, this is like vintage Wiz. Yes. It's, it, gives me, it gives me vintage Wiz vibes, yes. but he... For yeah, sure. I appreciate yeah. that. For sure. Uh, uh, so. Makami dropped another project a couple weeks ago, a week or two ago. Oh, it's pretty dope. This one, this one, motherfucker, think he catching up on some shit. Y'all just named like five albums I ain't even listened to yet. <laughs> I'm about to go make a mess it, so I can bro. clean up. Exactly. But the <laughs> one thing I music. don't, I don't like how you gotta go like search for your, like you gotta figure out an artist to search for on a Friday, or you have to have seen the artist. You talking about new artists or just known artists? Just new projects. No, that drop. Projects. It's because mm-hmm. they're not like, showing you know, everything. Rock with the artists. You you really won't know when they drop. You know what right? I noticed? 
that you might have to do depending on whatever it is you stream on. And we're not going to promote them because they're not paying us, right? right? What you got to do on some of those apps is you got to probably favorite like artists. Well, kind of like social, kind of like social media. On this this phone's app, you can't oh, okay, do, yeah, you all can't, right, yeah. And see, on this one, I have to follow. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's kind of like a social media yeah, thing. Yeah, but even yeah. then, like it'd be crazy. But like, uh, let me see. So yeah, the new Bodie James, mm-hmm. the new Les, mm-hmm. the new Rick Ross is on here. The new Wiz. Yep. Um, uh, Roddy Rich. Nah. No, um, I don't fuck with. I like I like Roddy Rich. No, nah, I I don't I don't really do. I don't. I'm not a super, a fan of it. But I, my son was liking it so much during that summer that he dropped his album that mm-hmm. I started like listening to him. I like Roddy Rich time. because of 1500 or nothing, and he did a and 1500 did a lot of Nipsey shit. So I okay. I, I kind of listen to Roddy because I like his delivery with that production, and I'm re- yeah, I'm does, a real he, big fan of that producer. He makes so. good music. He makes yeah. good music. You know about Primo Rice. No. Oh, okay. Nope. That yeah, sounds hella fire with like some chicken or something. Like his uh, new album. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Primo Rice is out of uh, Maryland though, but like he he rock mm. with a uh, Larry June, okay, Dollar Sign, like okay. you know okay. what I'm saying. Like he he kind of in that same domain. So okay, Jelani All Stars. I dig it. There you go. <laughs> Who else? Uh, I think y'all heard of Nick Grant. No. That sounds like somebody from, I had uh, class with in high school, but go ahead. I think he might be associated with um, Cole and him. Hmm. No, you sure. know what? That does kind of sound like I've heard something with along the lines. I don't know. Don't let me get the line. <laughs> yeah. Don't let me get the line, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, last album. Um, Tory Lanez. Nah. Don't listen to Tory? No, that eighty. He got the eighties album uh, alone. That problem. When he does his concept albums, he he's dope, bro. Okay, he's he's dope. And expect oh, the trial has has begun. Yeah, information. I seen some news where they can't. Contradictory information is out there. Okay, I haven't heard. Bitch, dance. I haven't heard the. I haven't heard the contradictory information. Believe that? What that? That he said, dance, bitch, dance. That's right. what he said. All right, so this is that's what, what they saying. He said this is what's so funny about it. You be like, nah, he didn't say that. But then when you think about the type of character he is, like, have you ever like you see his personality, how he is in interviews and everything? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was like if he was under the influence. Yeah, but but think about this. But why at the party? Mm-hmm. She got kicked out the party, or was asked to leave, or she was the disturbance at the party. Was she? She was the, the 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 word out there is that she was the disturbance at the party. Go on, prosecutor. <laughs> to, prosecutor. According to the prosecutor Poe, according to the gunpowder residue test, he doesn't have gunpowder residue on him. The friend does. Tori's friend? No, Megan's friend. So see, this is the story. I don't know if y'all been following. I, I haven't. Following. No. I've been following closely. I'll be, it's Tori and Meg the Stallion. Hell no, I'm not yeah. following. Yeah, the keep, story keep was quite interesting. This, quite interesting when I first heard about it. Okay. It goes, he's messing with the friend. Him and the friend are messing with each Thank other. You, sir. I appreciate it. Big ass ball. Him and Megan start messing with each other on the low. They at the party at Kylie's house. Megan is drunk. Tori is out in the car with the friend. Meg asking everybody, hey, where they at at the party? Because they all together. Where they at? I think they went out to the car. It's either Meg 
saw Tory with the friend or Tory or, or Megan's friend saw Tory with Meg. Either way, he was messing with. Is Bart. it Meg or Megan? Uh, Megan, Megan, okay. something. The, is it the or the? I think it's the. All right, one of them. Okay. So the basically he messing with the two friends. They arguing with each other. The security is the only person who got a gun. Somehow somebody get to get a gun and let off. It, it seems like. He must have tried to stop her from shooting her. <laughs> I think you, the other friend was trying to shoot Megan. That's what the story is. And he stopped it. So. So. What? Yeah. Oh, so he was being a fuckboy and that's the issue? Basically, like, they was arguing friends. Like, her and her, the friend don't follow each other no more. The friend and security. So why would, so why would they make it seem like, if this is, why would they make it seem like Tori allegedly shot her then? This is what I what I'm speculating. Two females arguing. One has the gun. I go to stop one from shooting. So this is what I think. I think Meg seen Tori with the partner. They arguing. He tries to stop her from sh- grabbing the gun or whatever, and the gun goes off accidentally. Mm. And because Meg is mad at Tori, what is a scorned woman gonna do? She's gonna. And she's gonna either insinuate that you did something that it was your fault, or she's gonna put dubs on it. So it looks like he was stopping whatever was happening, mm-hmm. but he's the cause of what happened. What do you believe? I don't know. Because I don't, I don't really know the story. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I want to know as stories I'm curious. as the story develops. You can't say you don't want to care after you just gave. I know, I did, I did. Like I'm like, yo, I did. <laughs> you just right, updated right, everybody. You're right, you're right, right. right. <laughs> we're gonna edit that, mark that. What point? Nah, we holding we holding niggas accountable. No, we're not. But no, real talk. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy, you know. I mean, I, when you break it down like that, that does sound crazy as shit because Tori did get drugged for a, for a minute. You know what I'm saying? It was a protect the black woman, don't believe the black men thing. But hopefully, um, let's just, hopefully that's what, uh, you know, that's what really happened as far as in Dragon Tory, because that would suck if Tory really was innocent. Man, that nigga dropped like three fire-ass project classes. Probably thought he was getting locked up. <laughs> nigga said, I'm about to be around. <laughs> yeah, I got to pay these lawyers. <laughs> got to have money for my books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. No, nah, they was going to send his ass right back to Canada. If he's not already there, yeah, shit. Well, I mean that's interesting. We'll we'll see what happens as yeah, stories our, develop. That was our gossip news for the. Yeah, it's a hell of it's a hell of some gossip, man. Um, there's, two, there's a couple things I wanted to um address to our listeners, man. I know there's been a there's been some uh some slow rotation on the boss talks. I've been having people hit me up on the boss talks. They like the boss talks with uh with uh, me and uh, Jelani, but I also wanted to introduce another segment that's going to start happening on the notion called clean up the culture. I've been kind of like pinning it down and stuff like that, where we really dive deep into like the culture issues. That's why I was kind of like feeling what you were saying with the gang shit and everything, but just really like being unfiltered about the bullshit. Okay. But actually 
throwing a solution out there. Not just uh, critiquing and criticizing. Yeah, like actually actually throwing a solution. Because I see a lot of YouTubers, I see a lot of shit where it's a lot of clout chasing, where they'll talk about some of the things that really is an issue in our culture, but it's just really about talking shit about certain people. That's part of the issue. But there's no real solution for people to like change or have an understanding to actually better it. They're not really trying to clean up the culture. They're just trying to scatter the fucking mess somewhere else. You need to get your shit together. Moving on. Exactly. So, like, wait, what? How do I do that? Suggestions or that's real talk. So I think me. I think that would be something cold for us to do. I mean, sometimes it could be you know one of us, two of us, all three of us. But I think it's something that I, I think that people will really appreciate actually getting some answers. You know what I mean? I feel you. Um, I like that. Before we dive into the topic, I did want to take the time out to. Um, Give a shout out and a rest in peace. One of a uh, one of my good friends named uh, Ball Jive, but y'all passed away in an accident. I don't know if you guys seen it on the news, but it was over by the Del Paso exit. It was that eight, that uh that big rig that flipped over. When was and, this? Um, a few days ago. And so, um, like anybody that y'all know that I know that went to Natomas knows this dude. He was a, he was he was a baller. He was nice at basketball. Wow. And um. Always had a smile on his face. Always a good person. Any anybody that came around him was a good person. So it kind of hit us like a ton of bricks. I got the call at work um, yeah. from the homie Marlin and stuff like that. So they're actually doing a visual. I think as we speak, you know what I mean. So I wanted to, since we're here doing the podcast, I wanted to take the time out to uh, give my condolences to his family and stuff yeah, like that. Peace, all of our man. all of our peers and stuff. Yeah, that 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 one was a tough one right there. Damn, that's somebody we seen being a real old man one day. You know what I mean. So I um, wanted to do that, but um, yeah, but uh, I wanted to talk to y'all about goals, right? And something that's kind of been irritating me, but I know that we all are really skilled at the things that we do. And the thing is, I've been seeing a whole lot of the same story over and over again about achieving your goals and just focus on your goals. And how the fuck do you do that? Like, how do you really commit to your goals how do you, you know, stay, you know, consistent with it? How do you even know that you pick the right goal? I'm, I'm asking you guys as individuals with the things that you do. I know I do what I do and I can explain it. But for somebody that's listening, you know, how do you sit down and say, these are my goals. These are the right goals. And how do you know that those are real goals for you? For me personally, it's still a learning process for me as far as learning what my goals are. I respect that. Cause you know, sometimes some people don't even necessarily consciously set a goal. Like you may have a thought. I think it just begins with thoughts, things that you maybe imagine for yourself, things Mm -hmm. that you um, are connected to things that kind of draws draw you towards it Mm -hmm. so I think that kind of begins with your thoughts and sometimes a lot of us don't even make a plan or organize our thoughts and our goals Mm -hmm. so it's kind of difficult to reach some of the goals without actually having a plan and some of us are just going with the motions of life and trying to navigate that overcome some of the obstacles of life Mm -hmm. and your goals kind of play second you know, they come last sometimes. You got a lot of things that you're going through. So for me personally, attaining goals, I think 
it's still a process that I'm learning on how to do. Um, so, you know, I probably had like one goal in life was <clears throat> to go to college and graduate. And you did that. And then everything else was kind of like, I'm just going with the flow of life. Like I know what I want sometimes, but I've always let life navigate like for me. Um, so okay. I'm actually still learning to do that. I respect uh, that. I think writing these thoughts down, um, coming up with small goals first, things mm-hmm. that are kind of more attainable than the larger goal, mm-hmm. and then learning how to attain the goal, like mm-hmm. doing that process okay. before you kind of plan on trying to make a big goal. Because you can be discouraged when you don't reach or attain a goal. But if you know that it's a, a difficult process, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like I can get through some of the obstacles of attaining the actual big goal. Okay. So for me, that's, yeah. That's All right. Could you repeat the question? I'm just playing. Just- <laughs> hey, bro, nigga got nervous. So I was like, what'd I say? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him up. Nah, but, uh, I don't know. Like, I think goals are something that's um, extremely personal. Okay. Right? And in order for you to have goals, you kind of have to be in tune with yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to know you. And in the midst of that, like Poe was saying, writing things down. I mean, even in the Bible, it says write it down on tablets and make it plain. Uh-huh. So I tell people to, you know, sit down and really brainstorm and think about the things that you like to do. Right. Right. Things that interest you that you could really make a career or pursue. Right. Right. After you write these things down, do some research. If it don't strike a chord, give you a spark, Mm -hmm. arouse some passion in you, it's not for you. Because your goals, you were pursue consistently. Your goals, like, you're, you're usually driven by a passion when it comes to your goals, it's right? It's almost like right. you're not in control of that. You, huh? It's, it's almost like you're not in control of that part. Like, the thing that, that you're passionate about necessarily. Well, I don't know. I know what I'm passionate about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I mean, yeah, it took some time to get there. But you didn't have to, like, force yourself to be passionate about it. Nah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Nah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, certain things you have interest of, when you start to do research... If you really dig it, mm-hmm. like if you like, if you, you know, for instance, you like be a conductor, right? And you start researching trains and you really start getting into trains and engineering. Like that's for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That right. will, that will hold you. The more you learn, the more you'll be intrigued. That spark can light a fire that will drive you. That That's where the passion comes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you are researching things and they don't really strike a chord with you, then don't do it because you'll mess around and go through the motions. And the thing about it is nobody can really tell you or set up your goals for you but you. That's why you got to know yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you know what you like to do and what you're capable of and, and how your work ethic is. And you know what I'm saying? And the yeah. thing about it is once you start finding those goals, you'll start fine-tuning your work ethic. You'll start de- devoting more time and more energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a process, but you got to take the time for it. So, you know, knowing yourself, really brainstorming, putting putting thoughts down on paper and pursuing those just to see if they really, like, spark something. Yeah. Because it's like, bro, for a while, I was just working. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was just kind of just doing stuff. Right. And then uh, I had a mentor 
And he was talking about like, you know, well, what do you want to do in life? I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I want to get money. I want, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you don't really, like yeah, somebody well, asked you that question, you were like. I mean, what I you guess think I'm, I'm doing out here? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it, was, it, was, it was after high school. It was after college. That's a that's such a tough question, man. When you're that, when you're so young and you just really don't know what's really out there, man. You just it's, like, but shit. see, that's the thing about it. When you don't know what's out there, you have to sit down and brainstorm and explore. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, and that's yeah. where all that comes in. At. So it was sitting down and thinking about the type of things that I want, and so then he had me break them down into sections. All right, if you can't figure out what you want overall, where would you like to be health wise? Hmm. Where would you like to be financially? Mm, okay. What about spiritually? Yeah. Do you want a family? In order to have a family, you got to have A, B, C. Right. Absolutely. See what I'm saying? Yeah. When you start breaking things down, then it starts to get a little easier. When you start thinking about the health, I was like, man, I would love to be healthier and, you know, yeah. eat a certain way. Right. And, you know, make sure I, I uh, get my eye exam every year. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm doing the uh, workout three times a, a week type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it's talking about finances, you know what I'm saying? I want to be out of debt. You know what I'm saying? I want to uh, have this much saved up. Mm -hmm. Even to, like, my lifestyle. I wanted an old school. I wanted a Benz. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could tell you two-story house, six bedrooms, three baths. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But start visualizing these things, like, and then now that I visualize them and I can say this is what I want, then you got to break it down. It's like a mission, right? Yep. Missions come with objectives. And once you knock out the objectives, mm -hmm. you finish the mission. Right. There you go. Same thing with Pretty these goals. Right. It's like a roadmap. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to, you know, and sometimes, like I said, ask somebody what they want out of life or what you want to do. That can be overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Sectionalize it. Yeah. I've, I've heard people say that your, 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 your dreams and your goals should scare you. Yeah. And I, I don't, I think, uh, I think people kind of miss, misread that quote yeah. a little bit because it's like. I have some goals and thinking of the goals, I get nervous. I get anxious, mm -hmm. you know, like, Ooh, is it going to go like this? Can I do that? What is happening? What about this? Like, because what I'm thinking about doing is so much bigger than what I have been doing. Mm, so yeah, it's a lot more massive. So it's like, yo, how am I going to, and there's some variables too. It's new things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hit you with a, I hit you with some boondocks because there's no knowns. There's unknown knowns, and then there's unknown unknowns. Mm, mm -hmm. So there's stuff that I know. There's stuff that I know can change, mm -hmm. but then there's stuff that I don't know that you don't that know. can still come about. That ain't you see what I'm saying? Exactly. Ain't even on a radar. So it's just like, ooh we, I gotta make sure I plant this right. I gotta strategize. I, ooh, I need to step away for a minute. If your dreams aren't big enough to have you looking at the bigger picture, knowing you need to step it up and they are not, not challenging you. Not for you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I mean by like, you're, you're like, when you get to a certain point, your goals should, should they should scare you because they're challenging. They're mm -hmm. going to pull you. They're going to stretch you. They're going to pull you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Which is the scariest thing because in your comfort zone, you kick your feet up, take your shoes off. It's love outside of your comfort zone. Unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Just being unfamiliar can have you feeling some type of way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So th- that's what I feel they mean when they say your dreams, it, they should they should scare you. Yeah, I agree, man. I think um, I think they should affect your whole entire lifestyle, man. Your goals. Um, it's like a domino effect, and sometimes people might not even realize it until they're like deep off into it. But you know how they, you know, I, I've seen like the quotes. <laughs> I'll see the quotes where they have the Jay-Z photo and it probably ain't even something that Jay-Z didn't say. You know, like, how you gonna work eight hours here but you won't even put in eight hours there? Um, bitch, try it. That's all I gotta say. That's but- 16 hours. <laughs> That's 16 hours. I don't know who is up grinding at 3 a.m., but bless their heart because right. I sleep. But I, but I will <laughs> say, like, it will affect your lifestyle as far as an, all right, I'm gonna cut the fat here so I can make more time to do this here. I'm going to... Sacrifices. Yeah, you're gonna sacrifice, but it's also, um, for example, like, okay, I'm gonna cut these relationships off over here because it's not in line with the people that have the same vision I have when with the relationships I have over there. And that's what happens. That's where the whole concept of sometimes um, being brand new or being Hollywood comes from because now people are handpicking the people that they've been associated with that are on the same path as them, which ain't, ain't an awful thing. It's all lifestyle changes. I, I don't even, it's just outgrowing people. Yeah. That's yeah. just all it comes down to, you know, as you continue to grow, develop progress and mature, especially once you start um, pursuing goals and looking mm-hmm. at things differently and approaching situations and moving a certain way, you'll start aligning with other people, not by choice, but because of the mental aspect and what you guys are, you have in common. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, you can better relate now because I'm, I'm moving kind of like how you move. And so mm-hmm. we, we get along. We don't move like that anymore so you truly can't understand me that don't mean i have any beef or issues with you but we're gonna grow apart because we can't really relate anymore i'm sitting over here talking about business stuff and you're complaining about your boss where i'm sitting i am the boss oops you see what i'm saying yeah so that will allow you to start drawing to other people in line with people where you're like-minded you have things in common you can help each other grow you can converse and it be understood in that part I think that's I think that's one of the biggest parts when you know when we're talking about goals is like how other people who may have slightly different goals than you are still rubbing off on you that can affect your goals positively. You know what I'm saying? Like it's even like when you talked about like lifestyle changes. You know how do you want to be health wise? Man, there's, there's certain things that I eat. There's certain things that I put in the rotation with you know with my meals now that I've learned from both of y'all. You know, both of you guys stay away from me. Personally, I fuck with steak and chicken right now, but there's things that I look at. I'm like, yo, I like when he make the vegan mac and cheese. I got a cousin that hits me up a day before he get out here. Yo, tell Poe had that vegan mac. You know, but it's those are things that are rubbing off. That's in a positive light for the tight noodles. But I get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Paul> got plates. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the issue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you saying, man. But yeah, like you know, those those things kind of like tied into there, man. Where it's like I, I look back now, and I'm looking at who I talk to, who I engage with on a regular basis, and like everybody has very important goals that I actually like love and respect and actually like anticipating on them achieving them. Like I can't wait to be like, you know, clapping my hands like, man, I remember when they were just talking about it. Or I remember when they was feeling discouraged or whatever the case is. But um, I think the most important thing is, is, is that within itself, like there's going to be times where you're going to be discouraged. There's going to be times. The most important thing too, and why I think it's important to have a, a, a specific group of people around you is that's going to help push out the negativity that's going to help push out 
the um the questioning and well, what are you going to do about this? You're going to have, if you pick the right people around you while you're setting your goals, those people without even knowing are going to help you achieve them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, well, do you think people are more outgrowing came in with the deep voice others (laughs) or are we outgrowing ourselves? Like that's well, well, see it's, it's both because you're outgrowing your old self. Right. Mm -hmm. And see, those people are attached Still, to your old self. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's it's almost in some cases why certain people won't support you when you start doing different things than what they're used to because they can't see you past what they know you for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you have to understand that, you know, people, everybody has this view of you. Everybody has this, you know what I'm saying? And it might not even be the one that you have. Of you. It differs from person to person. Right. Right? But some people don't know how to adjust and accept change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're stuck in their old ways. They're used to the old ways. They don't want to grow because growing means you have to leave your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they stay there. So when you outgrow the old you, you also outgrow them. Mm-hmm. And so it's stuck in that same place. So boom. Definitely are so it's that. both. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? All right. And there's something I wanted to say, though, because uh, you said getting discouraged. You mentioned getting discouraged. And I mean, like, uh, the, the discouraged, the frustration... All those type of feelings and emotions they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, don't run away from them. Oh yeah, deal with them. Yeah, don't just go through the motions, but don't stay there. Don't stay stagnant in those. Like you know, what I'm saying things happen, and when it happens, like you know, deal with those emotions, figure out why. You know what I'm saying, and then get out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Address, adjust, and move on. Uh huh. Like, don't stay stuck in it because, man, being overthinking, being stuck in your mental, especially being an entrepreneur, yeah. that can eat at you. And it's okay to feel like that. Like, you're so, like, that's going to happen. Yeah, like, oh, people got to understand, like, that's going to happen. It's part of the process. And if it doesn't, man. if it doesn't happen, then you're probably not growing. And because I, I was just going to say, a lot of times it's growing pains and transitioning and things mm-hmm. of that nature. And, you know, taking on new things and coming to new understandings and awarenesses and whatnot. It's like, everything don't always hit the way you think it is. It ain't always, yeah, it's just sometimes it hit and you just, woo. Yep. Sometimes you're just yeah. riding your bike like normal and you hit that curve the wrong way and it's, oh, oh. And you got to digest it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. I agree with that, man. Um, yeah, I think that's just something important because like I said, bro, and I'm, and I'm glad we, we were talking about it and we talked about it because, you know, with the instant gratification era that we live in, you know, there's 30 second. There's 30 second remedies for everything, bro. And I'm like, bro, that's just impossible. Like, if you really think that somebody's going to take that 30 second clip you posted or that minute clip you posted, or they're going to take the time to finish watching whatever, if they click that link, you know what I'm saying? People need more than that. There's so there's an overload of information and not all of it is valid. You know what I'm saying? And so having somebody sit down like we're doing and saying, hey, you know, this is how you can set your goals up. I really loved how you broke down the fact that, yo, I'm still, I'm still figuring this out. You know, I I achieved this goal that I set for myself when I was young, but I'm still figuring it out. And I think that's important for people to hear because a lot of times you don't hear that. Every person that you hear talking about goals has talked as if they've achieved all of them already and that they're done and they're just on the beach drinking, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Nah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a work in progress, man. Yeah, you know and, and like he said, and it was like that for me at first. I graduated, I got out of college like initially, and I was like, now what? Yeah, 
Because they tell you, go to school, go to high school, graduate, mm-hmm. go to college, get a degree. Now what? Yeah. They don't tell you how hard it is to get hired in your area with your degree. They don't tell you how right. how people who have those jobs and those degrees, they hold them jobs, bro. Yep. 15, 20, 30 years, they hold them jobs. It ain't mm-hmm. like they just revolving doors. Nah, they hold so them. So then now you got to try to find another way without your degree. Yep. But that's what I went to school for. And so, so should we start giving the message of having a backup plan to everybody who goes to college? Like, you know, the message that everyone tries to give us, someone who's into sports, an athlete, is like, all right, you want to play professionally, but you need to have a backup plan. What's your education? What's your academic backup plan? What are you going to do? Are you going to own a business? Are you going to go to school? But for college students, there also needs to be a backup plan. I'm going to tell you what the backup plan is. Um, I think the backup plan for college kids is your network. Yeah, but see, that's actually the the most beneficial part of college, I think. Well, it's not the education. It's not what you necessarily learn. When you go into college, you're building relationships and networks with people well, that you're at school with. Well, if you have a... if. If you have a, a smart way of building a network, you'll understand that those pieces are always moving because the the people in your network, you know, they might move out your network. You might pull somebody in your network. And basically without saying it in such a, a, a discreet way, for example, like me working and having experience in the warehouse industry. Right. Mm-hmm. So I worked with a woman that worked in, you know, the safety area, you know, and she was a big dog in the safety area. And then she left and went to another company where she's even the bigger, bigger dog in the safety area. And mm-hmm. like, we still have each other's contact information. You know, there was no, no malice or anything. When she left, we were cool. We actually bumped heads a couple of times, but you know, we had a really good relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, Let's just say I was the type of person around that time to be like, you know what? I I think I want better for myself too. Hey, how you doing? We already have work history together. We already know of each other. We know you know know what I'm capable of. She knows what she's capable of. Mm-hmm. She might be looking for somebody, or she might know somebody in her area that's looking for somebody like me. And then, boom, you know what I mean. So the having a network, you know, that you build that is beneficial for you. But also you have enough value within yourself to to be valuable to those individuals, I think is what a lot of college kids, you know, should have because of the fact that you're going into these these industries and you're going into these different businesses or jobs where they already have their club. They already got their their circle. And now you got to prove yourself and do some shit that you probably don't even feel like doing or not going to lower your standards or morals to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, Definitely agree with that because, like I said, that's the that was the main that's one of the most beneficial part uh, aspects to going to college is mm-hmm. building that network. Yeah, but then there are there's the mentality that when you go into college, once you graduate, there's going to be jobs open and people waiting to hire you, like with signs like "Hey, over here." Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, you end up having to not only work while you're in college, mm-hmm. you you may end up having to work, but then you got to work while you're looking for that job. Cause six months after you get out, uncle Sam and, and, and I'm coming. Hey, you remember that money. long? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I like six months ago. I know, I know it's been a while, but like, Hey, I shot it. you like 40 bands. So I'm just yeah. like, Sam, what you doing? Yeah. You doing? But see, <laughs> and I, I've been seeing you on the gram. 
And I honestly, <laughs> I've I've known the tr- I kind of knew the plan that I had. So I went into journalism. It's already a dying um, industry. I wouldn't say it's dying. I would say it's oversaturated. No, no, dying as in no one's buying Nobody's the paper. Buying new paper Nobody's bro. buying newspaper. And yeah. all the people who were journalists before, they don't have the necess- the the technology skills. Okay, so I see what you're during saying. During the time yeah. that I was in school, it's like a huge transition. Obviously, a lot of it is online now, and it's like transitioning to, to something I see, yeah. different. Yeah. But that industry, like getting a job in that industry is going to be very difficult. Mm-hmm. But I already didn't want to work at a publication. I already, I wanted to kind of start my own thing. Yeah. And so you made the notion to do what? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, I already knew ahead of time, like I, I started networking within the college, which is how I got my job. So I was working as okay. a student. All right. Worked, did as a student, became a temp, and then I got mm-hmm. hired permanently. So that's one, one full part to it. Then also knowing that I didn't want to be working for a publication necessarily. So one is like, I already know that the industry I'm going into is dying. I know I'm not going to get no job, but I don't even want no job with y'all. I just want the skills. Right. And then also working for the college, I ended up getting hired. So working for education for 10 years, it'll pay off my loans. So I won't have to pay my loans at all out of pocket. Because my income level is low, too low to be paying it right now, so it's on hold. And then after working for educational, um, in education for ten years, they'll pay it off. Yeah. So, so you just like I kind of knew those tricks, those little things are things that I. Think so you subconsciously didn't realize that you like set a goal, like you just broke down a whole goal that you just like set in a, in I this learned execute. that along the way. Yeah. And that's the part of your message of saying networking within college is because if I didn't network. Within the college, uh-huh. I wouldn't have found out that type of information. Right. And then, like, kind of been like, okay, that's my backup plan. Okay. Like, it's like, all right, I got a job with the college. Y'all going to pay for the, my loans. <laughs> I just need to maintain this job for 10 years. But I put, but it's kind of like. That's another thing, too, because, like, you know, we're talking about, you said a backup plan for college students, right? Mm-hmm. Not only do they not be like, yeah. There ain't really jobs out there like that for your degree. They also don't take into account that once they get out of college, they're in debt. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about having the time to find a job with your degree. Time is of the essence. Once yeah. you, like you said, once you graduate, you know, like six months, you know. What's <laughs> who's that? Sam? Sally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them. Sam and Sally be out here yeah. wrecking lives. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah I'm they saying? do. They so, really do. Nobody really addresses those things. It's like, yo, go to college, get an education, but have the understanding that you won't necessarily be able to find employment with your degree, and there is a chance that you will leave college with debt. Yeah. So be aware of that, be prepared for that, and put yourself in a position to not have all your eggs in one basket as far as finding we a degree. We almost got through the whole episode, man. Finding finding uh, employment with your degree. Yeah, somebody else going to be finding an employment with a degree, too. Go ahead, man. I, I told him to turn it off before we started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told him. <laughs> I foresaw it. Yeah, man. No, but that, nah, that's real time. Every once in a while, you're going to have people in your network that um don't follow the rules, man. But um don't but we it. do have jalapeno pet po today. So you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a different, it's a different <laughs> vibe. Mm-hmm. But nah, you you definitely right, bro. Um, yeah, you, it's 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 crazy though, cause man, I went to college, but I'm still going to college. Um, <laughs> I set up was a little different, so I can't even talk. Yeah, I'm just waiting until you get done. I'll just take all your work and reports and shit, and take the same classes and get the shit knocked out fast. Bro, I've been winging it. You don't want my work. I do, man. I you know you already did what you did, so <laughs> I'm cool with it. But see that that's the other part of it is like, what are you going? How can you use the college system? Because the fact that you brought it, like the, you you say you're still in college, it took me what like ten years. Although that's kind of the norm now is like the, the community college route. Some of us are going back after a couple of years of being out. Uh-huh. I my goal was definitely different the way that I utilize college and things that I learned there are going to be different than how you utilize it. Right. But a lot of people don't understand that there's different ways in which you can use it. So the main mind frame is I'm going to go to college. I'm going to graduate, get my degree, boom, my degree. I got a job. But being that you aren't going there necessarily to gain some of the skills or information from the professors, you may be going there because you may have the skills already, but you need, you might want that piece of paper to show the others that I legitimately know what I'm talking about and what I'm doing. hundred percent. I learned these skills myself and I've been doing the work, but I still need this license or this paper to show you that I, that so I know that what you, I'm talking about. You, you, you. It puts it put them at ease. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is like, it's crazy because I uh, graduated high school and I went Went to college, mm-hmm. Texas Southern. Um, I was there for like two semesters. I didn't like it. So I left. Right. Mm-hmm. Came back a year and a half later, I was like, you know, let me get a school thing a try again. I went to American Rip College. Couple semesters, I was like, you know, college is ass. <laughs> you know, it's not for everybody. It's not. Mm-hmm. So I it's left. Not. Right, wrote the book, put the business together, and all these other things, and turn around. I'm going back this time, and I know a lot of everything that they're teaching. I learn a little bit depending on the class, mm-hmm. but ultimately, yeah, I'm just going to get to the degree. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like it solidifies everything in a sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's why I'm going back. But like now, now that I'm there, oh, bro. I'm learning why I never like college. <laughs> you talking somewhere else that. No, I'm learning why I don't like college. Like it's if you're young, fresh out, dope. If you're experienced and older going back, sitting there like man. Well, because these professors have a condescending tone. Um a lot of them be on power trips, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And and you're not one of these kids out here. That part. And so I I pick up on it. I read it. I'm aware of it. And I'm just like, yo. And they may be teaching information that is no longer being used in the industry or whatever. They're not necessarily updated on the information. Jelani, he's pointing at me because we've had dozens of conversations about about that topic. I'm like, their reference points are coming from books that are old. They're not out here in the real world. Like they were talking about 
funding for a business, right? But they're talking about crowdfunding, um, investors, and loans. They don't want to speak nothing about bootstrapping, which is exactly what I did. And for most entrepreneurs, is the most um, viable option because it allows you to start making things happen instantly without having to be indebted to anybody right. else. Right, so, and so most investors what, just getting it up doing yourself. Man, well, most most investors aren't there to really invest. They're just like, well, I'll just buy you out. I'll just I'll just consume your company. And you're and you're living you living large and now we can, you know, multiply it by billions because we have the financial backing to grow it the way that you were trying to grow it, but we just gonna get you out the way and, and, and do it the way we do. That's that's how it is nowadays. You don't really have somebody sitting back. The only time you're gonna have an investor is maybe in real estate. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna have somebody like, you know what, I think this is gonna be a good company I'll put in unless they're unless they putting in to be a partial owner. So and see, and that's the thing. Like most most entrepreneurs don't want to give equity. No, nope. they rather they rather give you an ROI and pay you back with you know pay back the loan with interest. Right. And investors are looking to have a come up, come up, and they're not trying to just do. I don't want a low ROI. I want the whole you know I want, I want the whole shebang or part, partial ownership. Yeah, that's if the this game. thing that's works what, out. I want some of it. Yeah, that's what I got for you though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, but I mean, like it's I mean like. That's just how it is. So it's just like to be out in the real world, learning things in real time, and then to go back to school and have them telling you, like, you got to do it like this. And I'm like, well, I literally didn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. And then to challenge them will create tension. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And then on top of that, what can discourage a lot of people from going to college is, I'm taking a lot of general ed classes and they've just recently kind of switched things up a little bit to make it a lot better for a lot of people, especially for the community college uh -huh. students. I'm taking these general ed courses and although they may be necessary, a lot of these general ed courses that I got to take are the exact same courses that I just took when I graduated high school. I got to take these courses. Fun fact, when I heard that before. I can get into the actual classes that when I graduated high school and I found that out, that was that was that was like okay, I'm definitely not like all this shit over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I definitely was like, I'm not doing that shit again. Yeah. Now there's the, the the math math was one of the courses that prevented a lot of people, especially African American students and Latino students, from graduating. And now that you don't have to take that assessment necessarily, they're going to look at your grades from high school and they'll oh. say, this is your course. Like, you don't have to take the assessment. Um, because let's say you could take the assessment, dog, and not pass. And, and it might not have been the good, the greatest day. They don't give you a calculator. You're taking it on a computer. And you might end up in a class that's way lower than what you actually are capable of. And then you got to fight through all of that to get to the Like action. I said, that's one like, of the things that crazy, turned me bro. off after high school. I was just crazy. like, and then you look, and then you look, you know, years and years and years and years after high school, right? And you're looking at how college is and it's like, dude, there's a calculator everywhere. 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 So there's no more doing stuff off of the brain. It, that's why I was really intrigued when me and Jelani would talk about like how things are outdated because, you know, the world that we were prepared for in high school does not exist. Bro, this it's it's very different. You it's it's crazy. It's just the thing is <laughs> just like what? That's, that's the thing about it though. Like think about where you were as a freshman, right? Mm -hmm. And where you were as a senior. Think about the transition, the growth and how much changed in that four years. Mm -hmm. There's no way the stuff that 
there's no way you're gonna be able to apply everything you learn in high school in the real world. No. It's gonna be outdated, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like for real, yeah. The curriculum changes like what every three months. Like, I mean, yeah, three, bro. Three like years, when, when we were in high school, we we were you know you have to you know proper way you want to fill out a job application you fill out your job application you want to like have your you resume you, you want have to have a cover that. letter but that's what I'm saying it's filling the blank now but, you just click look, on it and f- that's what I'm that you I see mean, what I'm saying so getting out of high school I'm going to apply for a job and I said oh you gotta do it online but I brought my pen <laughs> just go on go on your smartphone but I don't have a phone well then you ain't gonna work here so but I'm that's saying. the thing about it. During that time, like having a computer was still a luxury. Yeah, yeah for sure. So I'm out of high school, ready to fill out applications, and I have to do it online because you're only allowing it to be done online. So if I don't have a web, if I don't have a, um, a computer or access to online, I'm SOL. Don't you remember there are certain places where you had to do it, you could do it online, but you had to do it on site because yeah. they had them there. Yeah, like yeah. a damn kiosk. Yeah, they yeah. had where you could apply online mm-hmm. at the place. That's how it started out. It's yeah. like oh, we do it online. Like you fill it out over there. Used to do it like that, and yep. you see what I'm saying. Yep. So think about how that started. When we were in school, they were talking about filling out applications, right? I don't even remember them they really talking talk about, about that in school. <laughs> yeah, so we're, let's not lie. They didn't talk about that in high school. We learned about that. In high school, from our parents, and like some of us, like there was a at the school I was at, I know there was like um, there was the ROTC, and then yeah. there was like um, a business, and then I there was, was you know what I'm saying. So there was different things, mm-hmm. and then, and if you were a part of that, so like the ROTC, they learned about you know all the, and then the business, you learned about business things, and so and so they actually talked a little bit about like application stuff, yeah. but usually you learn that from your parents and stuff because they're like, boy, you, you can get out and get a job. You see right. now, or if you have to get that little um, what you call it sign for the school, like work permit. Work, work permit, work permit, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it would start with that, right? But think about that, all the stuff that we have to fill out, the paperwork and everything. Then you get out of high school, and it's like, oh well, it's done online now. You can go do it over there, until the point where it's like you can't even do it on on property anymore we tell you it's online and you just have to go to the website and find it yeah brings up a great question that I have a thought is a high school diploma still required to apply to a lot of these places yeah now it's that yeah, and now diploma. people no but <laughs> not I'm a serious. diploma Man, you better I'm have high a school. degree I mean no but I'm just saying like our applying to a lot of places <laughs> You need a degree. You no, but just you know the the regular maybe fast food spot. You know, Yo, you son, have, have a high school diploma. You're not right? dropping fries no. without a BA. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I don't remember anybody. I, I don't. I don't think these applications. I don't think you're required to necessarily even bring proof of it. Is what I'm saying. Mm. Like proof of it isn't necessarily required. I'm gonna keep a G with you. You're absolutely right. I have. I don't think that's because a thing that yeah much. because. They'll ask you. There's been some jobs since out of high school. I never, I've only had to provide my diploma one time. Yeah. At a job. Now, you have to provide a resume. Yeah. That. And the resume is supposed to have your education on it. Yeah, but the proof of it, because like, 
it depends. It depends on the industry, bro. Yeah, like if you're working yeah, a Fortune yeah. 500 company or you're working like, something big dog shit, they're gonna be like, "Yo, I want, I want to see that paperwork." But then you have to have a degree, right? You gotta show, yeah. It's actually not even your degree that you're showing. You show your transcripts because anybody can make up a degree. They want to see your actual transcripts. Yeah. from your school. Yeah, they like, nah, bring me that's that diploma that look nice, but bring me the transcript. Yeah, give me your old principal phone number. Like you know, look like you know how to use Photoshop a little too well. Now that is true. They will they will ask for your transcripts and shit like that, and, and just to even prove if you went to a certain university or whatever the case it is. But um, you know the but blue, you, the blue collar jobs, bro. Blue collar jobs, they're not asking for. It. Or pink collar jobs are asking for. I think you it. get brownie points though. Like if you have a, a degree, like say in my job, if I was to if I had my masters, I could show them, and I would be getting paid more than other people in my same position. But yeah, well, it. yeah, that's in most that's industries a, too. That, like, yeah, that's a a, a good thing for the, the yeah. But the, the shit you got to go through to get your fucking masters, fuck True that, indeed. bro. True like, indeed. nah, True bro, indeed. we're not doing that. But it depends because my boss actually, she just told me she was like, man, Harold, if you go get your degree or your masters, she said I got my masters, and she said the amount that she made, the how much more she made just because she had her masters was like. So let me ask you this, bro. So with you working in in the industry where if you're there for ten years, they pay off all your loans, right? If you were to go back and get your master's, do you have to wait another ten years? No, no. See, that's just the federal government. Period. It's not just in my industry. If you work in education, there's a list of different industries that you could work. So in after the ten years, if you want to go back after the ten years and get your master's, then it's already going to be paid off. Yeah. Shit, you might need to get your master's, bro. Yeah. It, no. Well, no. My my loans, my loans will be paid off if I get loans, not necessarily my tuition. So it depends on how you pay for the tuition. Then get along. But once you get your master's, going for your, <laughs> going for your master's, going, going for your master's though, you ain't gonna get no motherfucking financial aid. Nigga, get no. the loan. Get the loan, nigga. Ah, <laughs> I, said, I, I, said, I said it at that time, nigga. Get the loan. <laughs> Yo, man, we finna get out of here, bro. We going in. <laughs> Oh shit! Anyways, this your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co-host in the building. What's on me, former Poe. Former Poe. Nah, bro. Former, that's not, formerly, nah, yeah, it's Harold. Formerly known formerly as, known as Poe. He Harold. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Harold <laughs> the Jalapeno Poe Williams. <laughs> it's Jelani Evans, man. We out of here. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.